Welcome to the Engineering YouTube and podcast. My name is Paul, I'm your host, quite often joined by friends, and this podcast is all about the Porsche lifestyle. Whether it's Waffle, just me and friends chatting away, mostly about rubbish, or it's the Ren 550 build, or the heritage stuff, which is all about Porsche from the very early days to right where we are now, or it's the tech talks with industry experts breaking down and myth-busting all the stuff that people think is true, but is definitely not. I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the Engineering YouTube and podcast. And oh, wow. So it is the first day back after returning from France. So um, as I've been mentioning on and off for the last month or so, both here and on Instagram, at Engineering UK on Instagram, by the way, um, that I had a massive French road trip planned. Um, so that went brilliantly well. The car absolutely lapped it up. Um, from I jumped on the Eurotunnel and drove from um, where I live to Monaco, to Grasse, to an all right route Napoleon with some private kind of um, introductions to some of those roads that might not have been seen before. Through to where did I go after that? Col de Serini, Col de la Bonnette, so the highest road in Europe, which I was very happy about. Um, and then after the mountains, I headed to uh, Rance or Reims, as people tend to know it. Um, and then head home. So, oh, I'm stopping by Cannes and a couple of other places either side as well because it's a big old journey to get down to the south of France. That all went fantastically well. Really excited about the footage I've got. I've managed to document. I've, I basically, how I've shot it is for the, the rants bit. So, again, Reims. Um, I've shot kind of enough footage to cut together a bit of a history tour of, of the circuit including some drone footage. I've, I did a lap, basically, of the circuit, as it would be, or is it as close to a lap as you can do. Um, really looking forward to putting that together. I'm going to do some research, proper research, not just half-hearted research, um, and do a bit of a voiceover, really work hard on the editing, and then try and put something together that's that's really, really watchable. So that's going to be a bit of a slower process, but also I documented the whole thing, so I shot a documentary, effectively, um, every day I got up and, and kind of did a piece to the camera about what my plans were, how the day before went, all that sort of stuff. So got absolute loads. Um, recording it's the easy part, stitching it together and, and just editing into the interesting stuff that you guys would want to watch. That's the more uh, the more difficult bit, as it is with all of this stuff. It, you know, just it, chatting into a microphone is a piece of cake. Putting it together and making it meaningful is much harder. Um, woe is me. Anyway, um, this episode isn't about that, although there's one other thing I do want to mention. Um, it was a bit of a showstopper, heart-stopping moment is when the uh, when Porsche, after, after a bit of a leak yesterday, decided to release uh, all the details and lift the embargo on the 992-911ST. Now, oh, instantly. So basically, it's a touring uh, GT3, um, with a load of RS bits thrown in, with a lo- with manual only, um, lightweight stuff all over the place, including a carbon fiber climbing frame in the back, it's just mega. <laughs> if I, I mean, I, if I could cherry pick something that didn't exist in the range, it would be that. I'm a huge fan of the 911R. 
I'm more of a fan of the touring than I am of the big wing and stuff. So this really plays to me. I got absolutely sod all chance of getting one of these. £290,000. Um, and that won't make any difference anyway because the people that are going to get these are collectors that have been buying GT products for decades. So it, it's completely irrelevant for me, but you can still get excited about it, right? So um, what I've seen so far is their Heritage colorway, which is like a light blue kind of greeny light blue i don't know what you call it really not turquoise it's like a muted turquoise uh with a roundel and a number bit not a big fan of the roundel and the number that can go for me um and they've released pictures of a black one the black one looks cool again not the sort of spec i'd choose i think if i was going to go for it i'd look back into the back catalog and go back to the original st and then have a look and see what colors they had on those Maybe something that was kind of rare from back then. I don't know what that might be. Anyway, it would be something very 70s, put it that way. And I'll try and do the same with the interior. Kind of pick, you know, little nods, tips of the hat to stuff that was released back then. Anyway, so that's 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 me. Um, yeah, not too tired considering all the, the sort of driving I've been doing over the last nine days of that trip. I feel okay. I've slept pretty well. I treated myself on the very last night to a spa hotel rather than crashing on airbnbs which the whole thing was basically airbnbs um including a sleeping on a boat in monaco that was pretty cool um yeah anyway this is festival of speed so this is myself and nick forbes george he's at nick forbes george on instagram and it was us mooching around the festival of speed um and i managed to grab dario franchiti Porsche um, and Manti to talk about the Spider RS and headed over to Gunther Works and chatted all about the Gunther Works products they bought and they bought a turbo and their sort of standard edition. Um, that was really cool, really, really massive appreciation, much more of an appreciation of Gunther Works and you know the work they do and where they sit in the marketplace because it's congested is probably the wrong word, but there's a few people doing that, right? There's all obviously the kind of super high-end stuff like Singer and, and Tut Hill and, you know, Auto Farm. There's lots of people out there doing it. And Theon, you know, some of these people I've spoken to, some I'm yet to speak to. But Gunther Works really seem to do their own thing. They're following their own footsteps. And I, I really appreciated that. So, um, and I really appreciated the client journey that they go through. So you'll hear all of that stuff. You'll hear Dario Franchitti talking about t50 because that's what he was sat in at the time when i was chatting to him um and his thoughts on on the kind of future of the of, of the brand gma uh, yeah and you'll hear about the, the thoughts on um the spider rs and the gun that works car um there are people i'd love to have caught up with did try my best <laughs> i'm looking at you rpm um and same with the cam car the uh, cam manufacturer car that you know these people have been trying to well, rpm have been to before anyway but um that's that's to come by the way um but yeah they can't can't get around everybody festival of speed is such a busy day um and i pinballed around the place as best i could so um and on that i will I, i'll finish the intro and uh let you get on with listening to festival of speed 2023 Welcome back to the Engineering YouTube and Podcast. Nick, hello, good morning. Good morning, Paul. How are we doing? All right. Just arrived at Goodwood Festival of Speed 2023. 
straight into Supercar Paddock. Straight into Supercar Paddock, yeah. Just the absolute immediate overload to the senses of things that we normally would absolutely gawp at, but now we've got Koenig's, well, it's like there. There's a Ruggiero, two Koenig's eggs. Yeah, I mean, it's the signs are above it, but yeah, Jesco and Ruggiero, Ruggiero, I don't know. Got to be honest, mate, I, they're a little bit lost on me. I think they're kind of good poster fodder, but I've never seen one on the road. No, I saw one courtesy of Beards when I went to... Oh, really? Koenig. Yeah, there was four, three or four of them turned up. But yeah, they're just crazy. I think it's the, it's the money of them that baffles me. Yeah. Just the millions. The, yeah, I mean, I don't know who the customer is for a, for a Ruggiero now. Yeah, it's, it's cool as fuck. It's, right? I've got everything else, and this is what I've ended up with. Yeah. Actually, we're looking at the Koenig's eggs, and we're opposite the Porsche 75 sports cars stand, and this is the, the Park Ferme, I guess, for the super, yeah, supercar run. So these will be going up the hill at some point today. And here is my boxer's big brother it is yeah the spider rs spider. oh it is the rs as well yes yeah. haven't seen one in the flesh yet no i haven't no, actually only just been released i've seen a cayman rs but i haven't seen a spider rs yet so first impressions are great it looks spot on really i like the they've chosen a good uh color combo i think to exaggeration blue yeah, something like that, and then silver wheels, the center locks. I mean, it's quite, a, it's a classy look, really. It's it's a left, and a left hooker. And a left hooker, yeah, yeah. This would have come out of Porsche Germany, I would have thought. So yeah, it's got Deutsche German, plates. German plates on. Um, yeah, so, lovely. Spec, so I wonder with this mechanism for the to pop the pop the if that's a manual mechanism now to save on the weight. Yeah, yeah it will be. It'll be um, I like it. I think it looks. I think these are that's actually for the. I'll ask the question. I think. Are you on the stand working for yeah. Porsche? The side ducts are they? What are they feeding? Are they feeding uh, radiators? You, these ones, yeah. One? Yeah. Uh, this one is yeah. for the for the latch on the roof. The roof yeah. Yeah. Roof. yeah. And the ducts themselves that are going through there. That Ah, uh, yeah, 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 okay. So it's straight into the air filters. So. Got you. Is there anything? So if you break down uh, the Cayman RS versus the. James? Sorry. James? So just to let you guys know that I'm speaking to someone on the Porsche stand now. He's going to talk me through the differences of the Cayman and the Boxster. Sorry, I know it is. So, um, so that came out earlier, the Cayman RS, and yes. this is. So the Open RS. Sorry, say that again? It's, it's some kind of convertible Yes, RS. of course, yeah, yeah. Um, if you had to take one home, if you were going to say, right, here's the keys, which Depending one would you Depending on your need. No, no, you well, personally, yeah, yeah, you personally. Personally, I would take the boxes of spider okay. because I'm not on the race track, so right. if right. I would go to the track days and so on, I would take You'd the You'd take the, uh, the cable. Oh, yeah, it's okay. more stiff. Okay. And of course, this one does have the Mantai kit, it's much more. Yeah. Uh, for the racetrack. So the Mantai kit then, talk to me about the Mantai kit. So that's, um, I guess like the Brabus with, with, or AMG for Mercedes, or it, like they're the kind of tuning package that endorsed by Porsche, yes. but it's not a, part of Porsche. It's an official product of Porsche, especially right. from Porsche to Brooklyn. Yeah. And of course, Porsche is a shareholder of Mantai. Yeah, okay. So we're really 
working close together, also with the development center in Weisslach in our department and the departments in, in Neustadt at Mantai. Mm -hmm. And we developed this on top level uh, Mantai kit for the G4S. So right. it's gone about six seconds faster. Is it really? The Grand kit. Ring? Right around the Nürburgring, North Schleife? Around 20.8 kilometers. So all about aerodynamics, suspension and brakes. Fine. So nothing added or adjusted on the engine. Yeah. Same engine. Same engine, yeah. Just aerodynamics. Okay. For more downforce on the race track. Precise handling around the corners. Okay. And some of, some of that is setups. So the geometry setup will be different between a standard RS and the Mantai. Yeah. Some of it is additional uh, parts packages as well. So different shocks and spring rates and things like that. Only springs. Just springs. So this is coil suspension. Yes. Suspension. Yeah. 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 Uh, any additional you know, changes in the camber? So. Yeah. All of that's adjustable there anyway with the RS? There will be a complete different wheel alignment, yeah. especially with the specific tool from Mantai. Right, okay. So it's also from Race Sport. Yeah. They used it for their races. And they will have this specific wheel alignment for this one. Good. We call it it's the notch life setting. Ah, okay, the notch life setting. Very good. Very good. And this is you, this is running up the hill today. Both yes. of them are running up the hill. All three. All three. Okay. They've nailed the colour of this. Is it gentian blue? San Marino blue. San Marino blue. Thank you. I haven't I seen it. it. Is that a PTS colour or is it that? Is. Yeah. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. And it sets it off with the seal of silver wheels as well. It's a for such a hardcore car. It's a classy look. It is. You could drive Ryan Monaco in this and... Yeah. And everybody yeah. thinks, oh, exactly, nice car, exactly. Yeah. I love this car. I saw it the first time this morning. Okay. I'm totally in love with it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And interesting, the the, um, the contrast colours of the interiors spot on as well, you know? You'd be, you'd expect someone to go for, I don't know, that's probably got bright colour. No, it's, that's pretty, that's pretty low-key, right? Yeah. No, the interior colour is very low-key in that. Oh yeah, it's just standard green. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I would think that would have orange centre panels or something to brighten up, and actually the outside does all the talking anyway, right? It's bright loud enough. It stands for himself. Oh, sorry, my English is this morning not that good. Yeah. Oh, right, I'm, right, I'm, right. I'm directly from, from Zuffnhausen. Oh, so. uh, wow, okay. So you, what talks to me about your experience then? If you live in Zuffnhausen, then you grew up there, was it always the idea of working for Porsche? Or did you, what was it? In my childhood, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm a bit... 100 kilometers away from Zuffnhausen, Stuttgart, yeah. in the Black Forest. Yeah. And to be honest, in my childhood, I saw a lot of horses driving around. It was right. some kind of test runs for them. Yeah. yeah. And I was, my mother told me, yeah, I, this was study hard. Tour. You, study hard. you yeah. want to always work for Porsche. Yeah. As a child, no other car was interesting for you. Sure. Only for Porsche, you turned around. Yeah. What was your childhood uh, Porsche then? What was the one that was like your poster car? My favorite Porsche is the 964 Turbo 3.6. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. This one. Very nice. And that's what you had. That was the kind of the dream for you as a child. Yes, was my childhood dream. And what's that until now? Until now. And then what? What's your dream now? Then, if you had that kind of black bad boys car back then, what's the what's the kind of one that gets you most excited now? To be honest. A GD4 RS. Yeah. But when it comes to the future, electric. Yeah. yeah. Taycan. Taycan. Oh, okay. Really? That's oh, interesting. The acceleration in a Taycan is brutal. Brutal. Yeah. So you always lean back your head and then you push the throttle. Otherwise, you get ahead. I had one for a weekend and it was yeah. yeah. It was. I just thought it was too big. It, it didn't feel. 
Porsche that form. Porsche I'm, as well, I am a petrol head, yeah. of course, but the sure. future, it's... So what talks to me about biofuel and Porsche's synthetic fuels and yeah, yeah so that's a big thing, right? At it the moment. Is, so it is that will sustain the life of these cars that are in development now, coming out now. And I think it you future know, proofs it, right? You, I think you know your, your yeah, I hope it's future proof because as you know, seventy percent of our cars mm -hmm. which have been produced in the past are still Absolutely, driving. yeah. I'm yeah. a nine eight one owner, oh, uh, Nick, you've got a seven one eight boxer yeah. with is, Porsche three and three, this is the for a YouTube channel and podcast okay, by the way, yeah. that's why so Great. Um, yeah, very good. So what's your role in Porsche <laughs> and then so today? In Porsche, I'm the sales department for Porsche, for Porsche to put Okay. And I do the sales concept for this Mantai kit in close collaboration with Michael directly from, from Mantai. Yeah. So he's in front of the camera, I'm, I'm more in the back. Uh, Fine, right, okay. And yeah, this is why we have, this is the world premiere. Yes. Excellent. Very good. Morning. Very good. Okay, what's your name again, sorry? Alex. Alex, nice to meet you, Alex. It's an absolute pleasure, my friend. I'll leave you to it. You've plenty of other people to speak to, I'm sure, but we'll go back and um, yeah, thanks so much for talking to me and showing pleasure. me the cars. Thanks. Pleasure. Have a lovely Enjoy day. Stay. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. So we immediately walked straight into the singer stand, which is <clears throat> quite impressive because these are some of the cars that I haven't seen in the flesh. This. We're standing opposite the um, turbo study. And I'm sure all the listeners know what turbo study is, but for those that don't, it is a <coughs> sort of expansion of the 930 turbo, the kind of classic poster car that most people have had in the war in the 1980s. And it's their singer's rendition of what that is, but amped up to the max. So, kind of great. slightly uneducated, I'm not as educated as you on these and I would say this is the whale tail it is the whale tail it's yeah whale that's tail. that's the um this is the my most iconic yeah, part of the car right? this is my in this is 10 year old me having a picture of a red one of these on my wall yeah. but you know brought up to the 21st century and it's absolutely incredible this car it's perfect and I think the thing that so and this is not knocking anyone else in the business that's doing this stuff because there's some amazing companies, but you, you can turn up to look at a singer and be anal about detail, and you won't find a misfitted bit of, of anything. Like all the trim looks perfect, and for me, I'm a details guy, so it's I look at shut lines, trim pieces fitting properly, you know, all the rubbers and things, all that stuff's been changed, and, and this car has. It's per it's perfection. It's, it is. It's, it is perfection. Yeah. And even this, I mean, is this a. Yeah, so what now we're looking at like a, an inlay. So an dash. inlay, which has been machined. That, is that, is that, do you think that's been machined? Or is it plastic? I, I think it's machined. I think it's probably aluminium that's been yeah. machined, refinished, because, uh, you know, out of machine, we still need finishing. And then it's got so like an insect honeycomb that sits in it. And it's, which just looks amazing. And it's the same as you'd find on Mercedes, or probably better than Mercedes. Uh, looking at the interior now, seats are classic. It's sort of classic shape, really. The tombstone seats with the huge side bolsters. Um, it just looked like you'd wallow into them and you could easily munch up a thousand miles and, not, yeah, and get yeah. out of it and be fine. Absolutely, absolutely. But it still retains that classic look. It's not. It's moved the game on, but it's still noticeably steep. It's not. It's almost like if you set a 930 turbo and this next to each other, a child wouldn't know the difference between each two. They, they wouldn't know. But as a details person, you come in and you start seeing the back bumper and the, the impact. 
it's exactly the same as an impact star bumper, but everything flows perfectly. It's I would like just someone never, smoothed all the creases out. I'd never want to drive it though. I'd want to incorporate this into my living room and just sit there and look at it. Yeah. It's just so pretty. Yeah. It's beautiful. So my road trip is coming up in a couple of weeks. I tried to get them, um, it's booked annoyingly, but Sam from Scene Through Glass did a European road trip and there's a an Airbnb that you can drive your car into the bedroom basically. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. And, and that's what you do this, right? Is you put two days in that Airbnb, one day to sit and look at your car, yeah. and one day to actually be doing other stuff. Yeah. What do you think of the colour? Uh, uh, great, I, I think it's I think fantastic. It's... I think it's it would be tempting to go for something that really stands out, but it almost doesn't need that. And this colour is so close to the original colour anyway. Uh, it's very classy. Yeah. Oh, so it's, perfect, it's perfection. I, I yeah. <coughs> this for me is, I still prefer the DLS, which is the one they released before the Turbo Study. But that's just my personal take. But I think, I we're about to go and look at the brand new car they've just launched. Which for me is too far. It, I think that they should be stopping at the turbo study and expanding from this, but still within those boundaries. That's where it is for me. And we, we can literally see it next to us now, and it's it's intense, right? It's a, an assault in the senses, and I'm not sure that's what Singer should be about. But let's go and have a look and uh, figure it out. Good. So this is the Turbo DLS, so this is the next level up. Um, I think released last week, or the week before. And again, it, so look at it, it's, it is perfection in terms of the fit and finish. It's, it's, it's just everything, isn't it? It's like, it's, it's like the max power generation. I've made 40 million pounds in the last year alone. What am I gonna do with some of it? Because I need to get rid of some money. And you go and buy this fucking thing. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I don't like it. No. No, I like when it's when you're stood next to something as pretty as the other model. The turbo study. Yeah. The, the turbo study. This to me just looks it looks like somebody went and raided the parts or drawn and just added everything to it. <laughs> well, and then let's, jacked let's, it up. Let's talk to Singer and actually get their take on it. Morning chaps. Very well. Uh, Paul from Rengineering YouTube podcast. Can you take a second or two to talk me through this car? I shouldn't have said about the podcast, should I? You'd have been like, yeah, let me talk you through it. <laughs> well, just yeah, you talk, talk to me about um, the design, the idea, where the inception came from, and then how you ended up with this product, because it's I mean, it's like, it's like you've drank about 15 Red Bulls and then sat down with a pet, right? So. <laughs> this is obviously just a progression of the DLS. This is the DLS Turbo. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Rob uh, Dickinson's brainchild. How long has he been working on this, you know? In his mind? Yeah. Could be years. Really? Could be years, but obviously, I'd say it's the, it's the predecessor of the DLS. Tur DLS. Um, yeah, I mean that's really clear, right? Yeah. But it's still so. This is obviously a road car. Is is there going to be a competition car, or is this? So there's two iterations of it. So there's this one, which is like the big spoiler, 
the more aggressive front bumper, yeah. the, the bigger splitter. Yeah. If you go up, up the road to the other stand, yeah. there's an orange one up there with a the different setup on it. Oh, okay. More of a ducktail, more of a subtle spoiler on it. Okay. Different splitter. Right. You know, a few little different touches here and there, like there's a little different set of wheels as well, isn't there? Yeah. So, um, okay. Yeah, so you've got one car with the two setups. Yeah. Right, okay. Flight cases, so you can keep your bumper and your spoiler. Oh, right, so, so you get the one car, but you get the package for both yes, options. Yes, yes. Wow. Yes, the the right. Yeah. And do, do they need to speak to you guys to swap that stuff out? I'm guessing they need to book it in and you go, like, I want to put the ducktail and the, you know, the less aero front on, and you guys would go, like, yeah, fine, we can do it in three weeks, yeah. bring it in, we'll do it for no, you. No, 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 it's an overnight change. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And I think that's the thing for sing that stands out for singing with me is that it's all of it's cohesive and all looks. I, I'm a detail addict, right? Like I look for the. I've look, looked at lots of um, restoration versions, and, and some of them are great, and then some of them look great from a distance, and you get closer and closer again, and you start seeing that the, they've got like 98% there and stopped. Singer for me is that bit where you've got the two percent, and it's probably taken an extra three years to get the two percent. But it's everything's important, right? That's what you do. That's the idea. Yeah. That's the idea. Everything's important. Every little detail has got to be spot on. There's no, there's no compromise on that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the bit that that's stands out. That's what makes us stand out compared to others. Is that what attracted you to working for the company, or is it what was the your what was your what's your roles, by the way? I'm a development technician. Right. Okay. Uh, I got on board with it from the start. Always been a massive singer fan. Yeah. Big ball fan ever since uh, I was young. Uh, I've been in motorsport for most of my life. And so when I got the opportunity to come on board, I thought, lovely little where did you come from? I'm an engineer myself, I'm just going through my charter ship at the moment, and I'm building a 550 recreation on a Lotus chassis, okay. air-cooled. So, I, like, I'm, I'm, my inspiration is drawn a lot from different engineering projects, right? Yeah. And, and, but the level of quality and the finish is, I'm, I'm a small, small outfit, so it'd be, it's an attempt to try and hit singers' level of quality. But um, anyway, yeah. So you, what, that's you sorted. You're a design engineer and technician. What about yourself? So I work in general assembly. Okay. So you know, build DLS eventually need to be a good DLS tier as well. Right, okay. And, and where, what was your, have you, oh, you go where did you come from to get to see it? Really? Yeah. Right, okay. And I started out there as a master dealership. Right, which brand? Uh, Right, okay. Yeah, so yeah. Well, we a little bit of Kia as well. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we got we're four rounds in. Wrong. It's got to be wrong. Yeah. It does. Everyone I've spoken to is singer. It, that's the one thing that seems to thread through everybody is that you've all got that eye for detail. You've all got that commitment to producing the best product possible. It's not, and that that seems to be. I don't know if the interview process. Is that it's about that? Or? We try and uh, employ people from backgrounds where they really have that sort of attention yeah. to detail and things. So a lot of our employees are from ProDrive. Of course, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm from ProDrive 13 years out before. Right, okay. Car, so, yeah. Uh, 
And you're recruiting quite heavily now, right? There's, there's, there seems yeah, to be there. It's been expanding massively since we started in the UK, because obviously we're just over five years old now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and since we changed from, because uh, I don't know if you know, that we started off as Body and Paint, it was yeah. just going to be, yeah. and Williams were going to be building the catch-up house, but now we, when we put on the whole build process, yeah, branched out massively. It's amazing. I loved, I've loved seeing the brand develop from you know Rob and then the small team in California and then it's expanded out and expanded out and now you've got the operations in the UK. Well, two years next month and from when I started in GA, the first place to start in GA. Really? To see, see how it's gone from what it was then to what it is now. Did I ever think it would be like this? No, no. It's fantastic that we've got um, here today. For sure. What's your have you got plans for the future? I mean, you seem quite happy at Singer, but in terms of a role, have you got your eyes on where you want to be and move? What you want to move yeah, into? I'd like to progress. Yeah. I've got no plans. Everyone who's spoken about a job at Singer, I say it's the best job I've ever had. Yeah. And I, I honestly mean that. I mean, I, my background years and years ago was in was Lotus for Lotus dealership. So, as service manager, and I kind of moved away from that. I'm in air traffic engineering as a design engineer and a managing engineer producing air traffic control systems. Um, yeah, but, but I've still got my hand back in automotive, and I still kind of want to connect to it. Yeah. Hence the reason why I'm building this 550. Um, Anyway, yeah, I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is because we're recording the audio now, I'll come back and get B-roll. If I can come back and see this, might be out and touring around and doing its thing. But is it all right if I pop back and get some B-roll and get some footage and speak to you guys again? Is that all right? Brilliant. It's been a lovely chat to you guys. Yeah. Take it easy. Have a good day. Thanks very much. A car that I was tempted by when I was looking at my, and I'm serious, <laughs> I, I was tempted by because of the price point and the entry point to these now. Uh, McLaren 12C, you can buy one of these for 65,000 pounds. And then you can have to have something done to it for 65,000 pounds. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. when you suddenly realized- It was a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you now have to sell an organ. Yeah, you've got to, I mean, this is, it's a great looking, it's, a, yeah. It was a great looking car. Yeah. I don't think it's aged very well. Ah, okay. See, um, I think I think what we did when they come out, 2011, something like that, I think they have matured nicely given, I mean, look, the panel gaps are pretty a awful. A lot of Evora lines. Yeah, me. yeah, that's true. I, it's got, you can see that where McLaren have built off this for the 540C and yeah. then it's next to a P1 as well. Hello, Freddie Tavarish. Um, but yeah, uh, 12C, I think. If you've got the money to run it, and I know there's companies out there now that are specialising in doing this stuff and looking after them in the same way that buying an R8 back in the day would have seen like yeah. suicide. Actually, running an R8 now, RE performance did such a good job. They know them inside out. It's not that big a deal. This is the Mac, though, for me. Do you remember the the the, the three the Trinity came out? So it was the um, 918, uh, LaFerrari, and the P1 all came out at the same time. Yeah. This for me was the winner of that little group. Oh, it'd have been LaFerrari all day long. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude. Something about that nose. I just was. I mean, it's going to be a laugh somewhere around here. Of oh, course, cool. yeah. yeah. Um, 
but it will be, yeah, I'm not good. Uh, and it's interesting because McLaren as a brand don't really resonate with me too much. I mean, there's, there's a Senna next to us as well. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, I like them. I'd, I'd never, you know, if it was, again, the, the endless pot of money, I wouldn't be running to a McLaren no, dealer. No, 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 no. And, and I, I, if I had a 20 car garage and an unlimited pot of cash, there would be a P1 in it for sure. There would not be a freaking Senna in there at all. And I think for me, it's just the design of the Senna just looks clunky and the design of the P1. It looks like it's, you know, organic. I think I really like those organic shapes. Everything looks like it's, you could draw it with three pen strokes, right? Yeah. I think, I can't remember who said that that's, that might have been a Ferdinand Porsche uh, thing where he said you should be able to draw a car with three pen strokes. I think that's where the 911 came from. Um, I don't know if I'd want to, to me, this isn't a car I drive every day though. And I'd always want to, I mean, when we look over at the Valkyrie, even if I had all the money in the world, I'll still never buy one. Yeah. Something just I don't think anyone's out. buying them, to be fair. Um, yeah. DB12 there, I mean, that's that's the one that's just been released, am yeah. I right? Yeah. yeah. It just smacks of, it smacks of Aston Martin. It's definitely got Aston Martin. Or, or, yeah, I could take the badge off and you, you tell and me. And you know straight away, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I could drive that. I could see myself driving that in on the open road. This uh, P1, I think I'd be terrified. I think it would just be too low down. Hey, can you imagine, imagine if you get to a speed bump yeah. and you'd be like frantically trying to hit the lift button to make sure we don't smash the like 25 grand split. Well, where we are in the Cotswolds as well, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, we've got some of the best driving in the UK. Yeah. But every now and again, you come to a bridge yeah. that's small and, th and I'll be like, Jesus, I, I'm, well, what are you gonna I'm, you're I'm gonna terrified beat of it. Yourself. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'm either going to beach it or I'm going to take out one of the, the carbon fibre side skirts on a dead rabbit and... Or, and then parking it somewhere, right? Those side skirts, and, and I don't know, guys, if you've seen a P1 before, I'm sure I'm going to make the assumption you all have. Um, it's got this kind of little, uh, I guess you call it like, a, it's almost like a canard that runs into an, out, uh, sort of an outer... Foil, is it? Sort of a like foil, a, yeah. yeah. Um, I can guarantee that if you park that in a car park, some child would stumble. I think it stumble it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, don't get me wrong, I'm sure, sure it's strong enough to withhold some weight. Uh, because of the aero packages with it, I would be amazed if it's, you know, it could hold seven or eight stones worth of child in one very small place. Yeah. And then what are you going to do? Flying kick to the seven-year-old yeah. child that's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't even bundle them in a boot either to take them in yeah. to pay for it. Anyway, that's P1, that's Senna. Um, Then we're into Gordon Murray, so I might actually see a good friend of mine if he's knocking around here. Scott, if you're around, it'd be nice to see you. These will definitely be running up the hills today. I think all the, all the supercar pilots are going to be, going, be going, going up. Yeah, this is, this is the list of cars that are going to go yeah, up the hill. Is, this is the paddock for everybody that's running the hill. <clears throat> So T50, um, Pro Drive derived, spiritual successor to the McLaren F1. Is this the one that sucks itself to the ground? Uh, fan car, it is the fan car, yeah. So we'll get around this photographer so I don't ruin his shot. Then we've got Dario Franchitti. Yeah, very impressive vehicle. 
I mean, it's serious bit of care, isn't it? I mean, this is an engineer's dream, this car. It, yeah. uh, it's... I kind of respect Gordon for doing his own thing on his terms. I think that's the thing you'd say about this car, is that it's, it's his brainchild, his design. You know, he's nobody, nothing at his age. No. He's going to do everything on his own terms, and I think that's that, for me, is it. Oh yeah, there's a, there, I mean that's a, that's a really great short shout actually is that you can just it, I mean you wouldn't you'd be respectful and everybody is thankfully very respectful but these cars are right in front of you for you to look at all the detail up close no no big you know fences round it or anything stuff like that and I haven't seen this up front. Look at the distance. Who's the Lotus test driver who, who's trying to, who was talking me through? Oh, Gavin, Gavin Kershaw. Kershaw. Gavin yeah, Kershaw. yeah, yeah. So um, if you haven't listened to Nick's uh, Your Porsche story, he talks about this, about the purchase or, or near purchase of a um, Lotus Amira and uh, yeah, Gavin Kershaw trying to do the hard sell, which works on the day. Yeah. And it Would did I, work. Would, would I fit in it? And then the Gavin Kershaw came out, who was the same size as me, and it's built for him to drive. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll fit in it then. So can you spin a prototype at that number plate? Do you reckon it's road legal? Oh yeah, 100% it's road legal. Yeah, this is the, from my understanding, I'll talk to Dario in a minute and, um, and ask, but yeah, I think this is one of the, yeah, pre-series prototype. So I'm pretty sure this is the one that's been tested on the road, one that Gordon drove the first time. Yeah, very special. Bespoke <clears throat> luggage pack like they did on the McLaren uh, F1. I would imagine so. Yeah, there will be. Yeah, there will be something. <clears throat> Daria, morning. How are you doing? I'm very well, how are you? Good. Uh, engineering YouTube and podcast. Uh, first time I've seen T50 up close. What an impressive bit. I mean, I don't, need to, I don't need to tell you, right? You've been involved from very early on in this, so. It's mega thing. Yeah. yeah. Anything, um, your favorite detail out of the whole car? Is there anything that stands out for you as a, if you, if you one thing you, I mean, this is Gordon's brainchild. He owes nothing to anybody at this stage in his career. But there's got to be something for you that you think actually everything that's been designed this is my one thing that i love it's got to be the complete package right, right. it's got to be everything Every, all the pieces of the jigsaw got to fit and i think it's the way the, the usability i was taking it down the m1 two days ago yeah sitting at 85 listening to a podcast huh? and then the next thing you know going around Donington park and right and it's so, so usable but the engines I mean, I've, I've, li- I've, I've watched that. Oh, honestly, the, the the videos I saw of you laughing your ass off driving. I mean, it's just and, and same with Gordon with his first drive when you handed the keys over. And I mean, and that stands out for me is like the the hairs go up on your arms and you know it's spine tingling. I think the one the one part 
I think to get this whole thing under a thousand kilos is quite stunning. There's obviously there's compromise, you know, things like the luggage bay doesn't have it's not lined in because otherwise you do that, then you gotta do that, then you gotta put bigger brakes, you know. Actually, you don't have to put bigger brakes because this is the smallest brakes we can find, and yeah. it's still yeah. massively. And that for me is, I mean, I'm a go for my chartership in engineering, I'm a yeah. design engineer myself, I'm building a 550, kind of like a Radford, so yeah. Lotus chassis, 111 chassis, carbon body, air cooled yeah. engine. Uh, and Gordon's my inspiration. I've got a friend that actually works with GMA as well as a design engineer. So I, for me, it's what you've just said about it's the smallest brake package you can get and it still be exactly what it needed. It's actually too much. Exactly. And the amount of people that design stuff and it's just, it's excessive for the point of being excessive. We've had to take the brake scoops off the car because it was overflowing the brakes. Right. We cannot, at repeated stops and well north of 200 miles an hour, we can't overheat the brakes. So we've taken those off. We've Is that including hot weather testing as well? It's still the same thing. It makes no difference. We've, we've lost some weight out of it. Some complexity. Yeah. Yeah. I think the one thing that doesn't. Everybody talks about the engine and the weight, right? Of course. The dampers are. And they're passive, right? There's no kind of active. Passive damper. Yeah. It's uh, R53. A bunch of rally guys. But, and really, this thing rides better than any modern car. Right. It's the thing, right? So when's your one being delivered? It's going to be a while. Is it? Yeah, because they've sort of got... First car goes out, end of the month. It's probably going to be a year on the production cars. Then the, the prototypes and everything will get delivered to the customers and I'll get mine at the end. Oh, imagine. Thank you. So mine will come late. Yeah. I would think that would be my... Okay. Have you got a spec? In, I mean, you've spent enough time around the factory, and you know. Have you got a kind of like? I know what the interior is. Like, so my car is orange right now. Is it? Orange has been used. I didn't realise it was orange. Um, I like it because it's his heritage colour. His first car was that colour, yeah. um, and it's a prototype for the bodywork. Really like everything, um, but it's going to have a full rebuild before I get to it. Right. Okay. Because I've asked for that. You can ask for it, or you can just leave it as is. Yeah. We've got some customers. That will yeah. There's a, there's a, the Japanese call it wabi sabi, and it's kind of the uh, how it's been aging naturally and retaining all of its history. Yeah. I, I would have completely understood if you'd been like, no, no, I want the battle scars. I want the kind of the stone chips. You want a fresh build from scratch. I might keep the bodywork. Well, I will keep the bodywork. That's where I leave it on the car, whether I take it off, put production bodywork on. And right. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to do here. Uh, this is what this colour worked out really well. Yeah, definitely. I had a Lotus uh, Elise that was very similar to this. Um, yeah, stunning. Good. This was the first one we put silver wheels on. I love them. Oh, honestly, I, black is dead, right? It's just unnecessary, you know, totally. Um, and I've seen a few bits and pieces. The Singer stand have got, you know, in fact, the uh, Spider RS and the Porsche stand, that's the same. It's got blue and, and silver. I gave me a tour of that, yes. I love that. You like it? Would I have a standard one, though? Got to be careful with the in intake's very noisy. Oh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's there, isn't it? Yeah. I was revving it yesterday. I was putting my hand over the intake and I was go kart choking up the go kart. Really? Really a lot of So. Very cool. All right. I love the Singer. I love the DLS Turbo. The DLST, they do the 935. I've got to be honest, for me, and I was saying this to the Singer guys, 
completely honest. I think stopping it at the turbo study and then kind of keeping it within that DLS turbo study, that's for me where it, the happy point is. I get Rob's intent because he's been working on that, you know, that's just nuts. I mean, it's, it's, it's wake up and six Red Bulls in the morning, that's, that that sort of thing, so. Yeah. I love, I mean, I'm quite, I'm quite, I've dinner with the singer boys last night. My brother works, you know, yeah, of course, yeah. Goes, I love I love what they do. You, you build my car, it's stunning. Even the classic, that's classic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's where you got it, isn't it? Yeah, on the yeah. way down yesterday, I was like, That's where you drove down, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, okay. Yeah. Excellent. No, I'll leave you to it, it's been a... It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks so much, Dario. Have a good day, mate. Take care. See ya. Anyway, uh, quick little break, little drink, and now we're on the Porsche stand. Yes, we are. We, we are, and the first thing you walk into, apart from the Red Arrows going past, which was nice, is the 718 Boxster, and I can't remember what it's called. Style edition. I... I mean, I love it, but then I'm a bit biased. No, no, not the car itself is lovely. Like, I'm just not completely sold on the stripe kit and the wheels. But no. Fair play. It's definitely an opportunity to do something different, right? So. Um, and do you know what? I'm a bit disappointed they haven't carried the. Is this what? What is this colour? Uh, Ruby Star. Ruby Star. And this, I like Ruby Star. This is what they had on the GT3 that we yes. touring. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a manual car, and it's got the GT4 style wheels, but slightly different spec, which I think is cool. Quite I might like, get those for like my own car at some point. <clears throat> if I do a wheel change, then I'll buy those. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's standard fare for a Yeah, this is exactly the same as my 718. Just not quite as many nice accents. Hands got stitching and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's a different price point to yours. Yours is like a fully loaded. They knew what they were doing when they ordered that car. Yeah. This is like a order book special. Yeah. And what's it got on it? <clears throat> so it's the two liter. I think yeah, it's the two liter. Five point one seconds sixty-two. Does that Bermuda? Good. I thought it would be more than three grand for Bermesta. Because it's such a, I mean, it's so different to yeah. your car, to my car. Mine's Bose, yours is Bermesta, and there's like, the jump is 20 levels in terms of quality, it's oh. not like two. I, and any car now that, well, I've just ordered that new X5, and I've paid for the extra Bowers and Wilkins upgrade. My AMG, I paid for the Bermesta upgrade. I just, for me, for an audio file, I'll say that um, easily. That's, uh, it's always an essential for me. Yeah. Taken GTS. Now that. I mean, it looks. It looks great. Uh, I'm just trying to think if at what point would I buy a Taycan? Taycan. Never work out how you pronounce it. Taycan. Taycan. Actually, pop in the comments below. Let me know what how you pronounce Taycan. Taycan. I don't. Um, yeah. Ballistic car. It's the ultimate car if you've got a family, right? If I didn't have... Two kids, not more than two yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. If I had two kids, not four, um, 
it would definitely be a possibility for me. I mean, there is a massive benefit in kind, which is a bit boring to talk about, but That's electric right, yeah, car so, owners, you're suddenly, you're not having to, you know, it's a good, well, it's a lot more expensive than a Tesla, but at the same time, it's got all the Porsche quality of it, and it looks amazing. It does, yeah. It's funny, because like, on pictures, I'm like, eh, I can take them on even. And then you see them in person, and it's... It's the sport turismo for me. I don't like the hatchback. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had one for a weekend. It was amazing, but for me, it just felt like my Porsche is my my Porsche is my fun car. Yeah. Um, and it's my go out of the weekend, have a blast around. Yeah. This to me, if I was sat behind a desk all the time and I I didn't have to have anything practical, this this could be the the, the, the um, building up for that. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it could be the the. Um, company car answer and it's still i mean it's ludicrous figures right factory limited to 155 miles an hour 3.2 seconds to 60 miles an hour or 62 it is I mean, they do rapid super quick this one's actually got five seats so you could do three kids well i'd say two and a half i wouldn't want to stick three people three big ones in the back it's yeah it's small um the boot space on it Boot space, mate. I mean, let's let's. Do, I mean, the reality is, some of the listeners will be, you know, family owners. You know, they'll have kids in tow. Can you get? A, I know nothing about bush chairs and prams. Can you get yes. what you need in the back of that? Yeah, I think you could. For a small family, I wouldn't want to be taking two little kids and all the stuff with it. But I definitely think it's it's a four-person car. Right. A comfortable. It could be a comfortable family car. I mean, it is just. To me, it it looks like a Batmobile. Yeah. Um, what could, would you, I mean this is a, I don't know what you call it, a mid blue. I think that's a shark blue. Shark blue, yeah. Is okay. it shark blue? So. Shark blue? Club blue. Club blue. What was it, sorry? It's a club blue. Is that, is that a PTS or is that just? PTS, right, yeah. so. Yeah. Similar though. Yeah. yeah. See when you get shark. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. I like it, it's funny, I would have, I've been saying all day, uh, spoke to Singer, spoke to um, with the, the Manti guys, ah, yeah. and I was saying, I think black is done, silver's where it's at, and actually this example, the way it's been specced, it makes sense, black makes sense in this car. Sure. Yeah. I disagree because I've got black on my Porsche. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The great thing is, there's so much choice. I guess that's that's the. Well, that's it, right? It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Very much. So. And it's very personal. PTS and kind of tech equipment in the last sort of ten or fifteen years really come into its own, yeah. allowing customers to personalise their vehicles to yeah. their choice, yeah. and that makes such a difference, right? It does. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. What would you, if this was yours, what how would you spec it? And forget the salesman pitch at the moment. Your uh, car, you've got, car. you're sitting there in the configurator. You've had it for fifteen goes, <laughs> and this is the one you need to lock in. What do you go for? Well, I'm not sure. I, I, I like this, and I guess the challenge that I have, I, I work for Porsche and I work at head office at Reading. Right. So you see so many variations. Blue has always been a favourite of mine. If it wasn't blue, it would be silver, right, okay. irrespective of which car. Yeah. I'd be light on the black, but I would have some. Right, um, okay. I, you know, would I have the, uh, the fancy roof? 
Maybe not. Maybe not, okay. Uh, yeah. I'd be thinking 18-way seats, I'd be thinking Burmester. Yes. Uh, again, irrespective of, of the car. Yeah. Uh, so it's those sorts of things. Uh, right. I wouldn't... Uh, so it sounds much more about the living with the vehicle uh, experience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would say so. KM, which is coming in August, uh, you can now option 22 inch wheels. Would I have 22s on it? No, you know. Right. Um, not on that car, I might have some How long have you been working for Porsche? Uh, 12 years. Wow, right, yeah, okay. So, you, so that's interesting because you've seen the brand evolve a lot in that time, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah, 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 but it's really. And it, and it has, and I think you know, whether you you're a fan of electric or not, it doesn't really matter, it's sure. here. But I think Porsche's interpretation of that has been has kept the, the integrity of the brand. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. The um, bit I'm, so I'm a Cayman owner, yeah. Nick is a Boxster owner, 718 Boxster yeah. owner. I'm really interested to see what happens with the next generation. Yeah. Have you got any insight? I mean, you're not going to share yeah. too much with me, but have you got any well, insight into the next generation? An electric Boxster has been running about with Supermark for the past 12 or 15 years. Right, okay. Uh, and you can't help but thinking on mules with like a, a 981 mule and a 718 mule with a yeah, really yeah. wow uh, okay. and for a while uh, it did have logos down the side as well in the early days sure when you think about it um it, it's going to be a, li a logical progression yeah uh, same as mccann bv is coming next year yeah, yeah. um my hope is that with the research on e-fuels, which Porsche are part of, but other manufacturers are, yeah, yeah. That we get to a stage where we can keep internal combustion engines. Yeah. And I, I, my personal take on it is, wait for this to go. Yeah. Um, is that where it needs to be, right? It's not one or the other. It's a blend for I different so. purposes, I and think I think that's so. where it needs to be. Because realistically, um, if and it's not that far away, if all of a sudden the switch was pulled. The world would grind to a halt. Of course it would, yeah. It just would. From a, from a grid perspective, Absolutely. from a livability perspective, from a yeah. range perspective, the, I mean, all of this. All of the infrastructure is nowhere near. It's not, is it? And I'm an electrician by trade, yeah. so we, I'm there fitting the car chargers in, sure. and the, what, the, what we have to jump through now with the, with the, with the network operators yeah. is if you've got a, a say, a cul-de-sac with 20 houses, and they all say, oh, I want a charger, no, you can't all have one because it's, it's like, well, what's going to happen there? there? Yeah, it's not there. Yeah. So, it's, um, so hopefully that will go the way. Uh, if you think of uh, 718, Cayman or Boxster, yeah. you've got a great place for the batteries behind yeah. seats yeah. In, in that. I mean, that's the most logical car to do it with, right? Yeah. For sure, because it's central to the car. So you yeah. maintain decent weight distribution front and rear. Um, it's going to be quite low down, I guess, set, yeah. set right into the floor. So you can, again, you're going to pull the car down. You're not having it. Not got that roll centre, you know, all yeah. that's going to be maintained. So, and I think you know, Porsche are many things, chassis engineers. That's that's a real strength. Andreas is going to be pretty choosy about how he yeah, does the stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, I think for sure. Sure. Uh, sure. And you know, when you talk to the guys, the, the development guys, and clearly, um, clearly they find they are fans. But um, for example, on the new uh, KN. Uh, there's some new world first technology on the headlights. Right, okay. Uh, but I, I watched a video from the designers only on Tuesday, uh, and the guy smiled and said, and we're already working on the headlights. Really? She's just That's so cool. So I think it's still exciting for me.
Good. good. Uh, Paul from the Engineering YouTube channel and the podcast. So, Hi, how um, are you? Yeah, good. Good. Um, I'm recording if that's okay. <laughs> sure. If that's good. So, talk me through what we're looking at. What's this is? Uh, so this what is our we first uh, UK specific market coupe. Okay. Um, uh, obviously, completely bespoke to the client. Of course. Um, and they're they're uh, a, a very quiet person that doesn't like to show off. Or yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty the, much. Uh, um, obviously, the paint is very very special it is um, yeah uh, so it's a is it a, it's a pearless it's got it's a pearless triple stage paint that was uh, um, took a lot of work to to get correct right okay uh, but it i think we nailed it and your <laughs> so your clients are involved almost from scratch right they wiped from the day first day literally yeah. open the page and they're right there yeah exactly right, okay. they open the page and you know the first the the way we like to handle the spec is we get color out of the way first. Okay. So mechanical decisions are very easy. You know, what kind of brakes, what kind of shocks, those are yeah. kind of, you know, very easy decisions. Sure. Paint and leather is the one that takes a really, really long time, yeah, especially yeah. if you want to do something special. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously a lot of clients, Porsche has such an amazing history and it's such an amazing catalog of paint colors. Yeah. But it's very easy to pick one, you know, that's that that is timeless. Yeah. And that, you know, kind of scratches your itch. Yeah. But we also do this where it's basically I want something that, you know, we've never done before and um, so then that takes a little bit of work. And there's an element of restraint in design when you pick there something is. that's so actually it's there such is. a bright color. Yeah. That Part of our responsibility is to protect clients from themselves at yeah. times. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, in, we also have to protect our brand and you know of et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, there is an element of restraint too as well. And you know, we like to think outside the box. We, you know, when he first the client first told us, sorry, I want a pink car. Um, Sharp intake of breath. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> no. There was uh, to be candid. There was a lot of that. We, right. He he sent me a picture of a car and I was like, wow. Um, I was like, I don't know about that. And he's like, yeah, it's got to be that. And right. then you know. I mean, that, that, that's quite useful. They, they know their own mind well enough to know that they, that's they, almost harder to work with somebody that isn't quite clear about exactly. what the, the design is. You have is. to go through like a million. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we did probably go through 20 shades of pink okay. before we were like, oh, that one. Right. Uh, so, um, but it was, it's part of the fun, you know, and we won't ever paint another car this color. Uh, okay. And that's our mantra to every one of our clients. Is it really? Yes. I mean, that's something I didn't know. Yeah. Okay, that's useful yeah. to know. Yeah. So, um, but you guys have done a, I mean, a lot of development work in the last ten years. I mean, the Gunther Works as a brand has exploded, but also the development car to car seems like it's yeah. you're leveling up each time yeah, I see something come out. We insist on the car evolving right. and improving. So you know, this is the the most recent coupe we've we've delivered, probably the best coupe we've delivered. Really, uh, and uh, you know, the turbo. Than is the next kind of car that we'll start delivering next year. Sure. Uh, but always trying to evolve, always trying to get better. Yeah. Um, What's you know, your, I mean, do, remind me what your home circuit is. You do a lot of training, it's like Willow Springs or something like that? You yeah, do? Willow Springs, there's the Thermal Club is near right, okay. there. Um, but you do a lot of testing Willow. around both on track yeah. and on road, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And we've had a lot of track time uh, to take all the data from that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, our partners, JRZ, yeah. um, you know, really help us too to get, make sure the car is, you know, tuned specifically to how we like it. Mm -hmm. um, so even with that though, things like spring rate, damp, mm -hmm. all of that stuff, that, is the client involved in kind of what they want or you, so you're leading that because you have the expertise and the yeah. knowledge as to what the car needs? Both. So, right, you okay. know, this client, I know that this car is going to live in Scotland. Fine. 
I know that he's gonna he likes driving you know twisty roads yeah uh, like you know we have other clients that live in you know the middle of a metropolis Fine. or have you know cobblestone streets or you know some some clients have their cars basically they just live at a racetrack and yeah. that's where the car stays and doesn't do anything but lap times right so we can set it up for you know and that's part of our job too is to getting to know the client a little better to make sure that the car is you know when it gets delivered to them that it's exactly set up how they want it so there's no more tinkering involved with it and if you know and still passive suspension though right still yeah, yeah so and you know the great thing about jrz too is you can you know there's a they have a brilliant interface on a phone that you can kind of switch from sport to, huh. to comfort um so um they do they do a lot of work in making sure the car is civilized when it needs to be yeah. but also when it's time to you know give it the beans so you can hit a button and it'll stiffen up oh okay it'll, right right yeah. so uh interior then Proprietary seats? Proprietary or, seats. Yeah. One of the most difficult engineering, engineering projects for to, sure. do, to make a seat that is universal yeah. for all body types. And compliant. Is extremely difficult to do. Yeah. So and we're it's fixed as well. So yeah. you've got that. that yeah, you're gonna, yeah. Again, if you've got variation of, you know, again, people like, there's a difference between yeah. you and I, for example. 100%. Right? So, right. Yeah. so um, you know, we're able to manipulate the durometer of the cushions as well. Fine. So, okay. you know, if you need something a little more in your lumbar, you need something more in your back, you know, Fine. something like that, then we can we can do that. Um, it is a fixed seat, you know, it moves back and forth, but of the course. brakes doesn't. But, uh, you know, also part of the process is before the car is completely finished, we have the client in, they sit in the seat, yeah. they get it where they want it, pedals, right. they get where they want, so we can, you know, once- Is there much adjustment in the pedal set, or is there a little, a little bit? bit? Yeah, a little yeah. bit, and, you know, and part of the whole process is making it the car for the client, yeah. you know, so that they, they it's, truly it's, bespoke it's truly bespoke yeah so yeah. and it's not one of those things where you get in the car then you have to adjust it when you get it delivered sure once you get it delivered it's already all adjusted so you just like a you, tailored you suit and, and, right like right. a good tailored suit great great analogy yes yeah yes so what's your if you don't mind me asking what's your role within gunther works i'm the client liaison fine so, uh, for the uk or for internationally or international right yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so, um so yeah so you know Client signs up, they get handed off to me. You know, we talk about finding them a donor. We talk about start talking about spec, uh, paint samples, leather samples. They come to the shop. They drive a, our uh, shop car. Yeah. Uh, just to get a feel for what it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, Do you got, find that so with customers, with clients, then are they have they had much experience at Gunther Works at that point? Was there a variation? Some kind of just know that that's what they want, or some go come out, drive the car, and then think well there's elements of this and there's maybe some of the turbo that I like and it's quite a is it kind of what I guess what we're trying to get at is the the client that they do they vary a lot in terms of yeah 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 they do one thing that we're extremely lucky is like we have we have many of our clients have bought several models so we have you know we built 25 coupes built them and delivered them all yeah. we're in the middle of delivering our speedster yeah. we offered 25 of those and then we're offering 75 turbos we have you know in double digits of clients who have purchased all three cars uh so they're i mean that's, client that, that's, is, is that's says high, a right? lot yeah right? you can yeah. i mean that's our you know we don't we don't sell car we don't advertise we don't we don't have a sales team yeah you know yeah. customers come to us through our clients and they're the most important part of our business uh, right because of their loyalty because of they know that they can pick up the phone and I'll always answer. And you know, That's if something's awesome. wrong with the car or something needs to happen with the car, we'll get it sorted. Um, Which leads me on to 
maintenance, servicing, warranty. Yeah, I, mean, I like that people don't tend to touch on that stuff because yeah. they're the delivery part, they're kind yeah. of getting receiving the car for the first time, but there's an ownership experience, yeah. right? So how yeah. does that work with Gunners So, I mean, the great thing is that the cars, if anything, is that they're way more simple than the original car, right? right? Okay. So the engine bay is very tidy, very simple. You know, we don't- we Running run on canvas, I guess? Yeah, we, yeah exactly. We, we, we run electric AC, so yeah. all the plumbing is gone. Right. Um, so if someone needs to work on the car, if yeah. you have an experienced air-cooled mechanic, he can work on this car. Right. He can change the oil, he can do a valve adjustment if it needs to. Um, we have, uh, we run a MoTeC uh, ECU. Brilliant. And so if something needs, if you fire it up and you say, oh, something just doesn't sound right, you know, you can, you can get a dynamometer. You know, and we have a, a tuner in-house. He just plugs into his laptop and you wow. plug into your car, adjust it on the fly. Why? Wow. Um, so you know, it's it's part of that. You know, part of that's part of what sets us apart too from similar companies is that you know we like we're, we we want to grow. We want to build more cars. Obviously, sure, but yeah. our client base is so important to us because they're. That's what's really, honestly this conversation. That's the bit that's coming over is mm -hmm. the the car is important, but the client is clearly the most important thing to 100%, you guys. 100%, yeah. 100%, yeah. yeah. I mean, they are there, the reason we're here, they're the reason we've kept going and why we've been so successful so mm. far. Uh, so, and there are, you know, there are the, they're our biggest advertising wing <laughs> is our clients. That's it, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and people are such yourself that are passionate about both the brand and the Porsche brand in general. You clearly got a, a, a love for that as well, right? Well, so, yes, absolutely. Do you, have you, do you drive them. a Porsche now? Or? No, I don't. I have young children. I okay. drive an SUV. <laughs> oh, my heart bleeds. <laughs> but, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I drive every single car before I Of course you do. Of so course you do. Part of the QC process is after the team finishes it, then. Uh, me and the owner, Peter, we take it on a 20, 50 mile drive. We yeah. come back with a list of things. Yeah. Those things get fixed. We do another drive. Yeah. As soon as you know, the list starts like this, and then as soon as it gets basically to you know smaller than, okay, we stamp it and it's ready to go. Yeah. Brilliant. So, so talk to me about the the turbo thing. So the turbo is the next car that we'll that we're uh, um, uh, going to start delivering. We'll yeah. start those uh, Q3 of next year. Okay. Um, we're going to build 75 of these. Um, uh, so rear-wheel drive, yeah. four-liter, uh, twin-turbo, also built by Jeff Gamroth at Rossport outside yeah. of Portland. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's uh, you say that name and you immediately go, "Wow, uh, like the, the the look, the hairs, yeah, yeah, the hairs, he's, man. He's, uh, he's the guy. He's, he's a, yeah, he's a legend. Uh, yeah. So he built all our engines. Uh, he built this engine for us as well, uh, and this will be a whole nother ball of wax. This is 750 horsepower with yeah. 560 pound wheels. 560 pound-feet of torque. Uh, so you, you, there's, I mean, they're, they're not shy of tire, but no. traction still has to play a part of so, that, right? So, you know, one of the things that we did recently is, you know, we have a mule also yeah. that, uh, that got uh, one of the engines and, um, you know, we put the engine in, we drove it and it scared the bejesus out of everybody. Um, so that's got to be a fun day, right? Yeah, yeah. kind of went back to the drawing board and said, all right, what's, you know, what do we need to do with the, our, our, you know, keeping that kind of client focus in mind is like, we don't want, to have a car that someone's not going to drive because they're scared of it and you know we want people to drive the cars so you know we're gonna we're contemplating offering a few different packages okay. something maybe a little bit more civil yeah something you know we do have a lot of clients that say i want to go to the store i want to pick up my kids in it you know i want yeah. to be able to drive it to the shops i want to be able to drive it to work yeah and sometimes you know 
having that much horsepower is can be a little bit uh, intimidating. It's, again, especially depending on your pedal modulation. Totally. You've got like a small amount of modulation yeah. and you're on and off. On and That's off. hard, right? Yeah, so, so we'll have uh, traction control, we'll have driving modes on this, we'll have a valet yeah. mode, we'll have a, like a normal mode, and then we'll have a you know bonkers mode. Yeah. Uh, like I said, traction control. Um, and then, uh, you know, a few different things have changed in this car. This is about 97% of what the production car will be. Okay. There'll be a few aesthetic changes in the inside. Okay. Uh, we've got, I mean, for most people, console. you would think this is full production, right? I yeah. walked up to him and was like, wow, they've finished. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, again, it's, it, it screams the, the attention to detail that you guys have had. That, that, that this is the, close, but it's not quite there. Yeah, it's not quite there yet. Um, and like, you know, I don't know how many, how much experience you have working with creatives, but you know, something can change in the last second. And I don't, you know, I don't like it. I don't want it. And then you know, you're you're changing something. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's, you know, Peter, Peter's works like that, and you know, he'll, you know. And, 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 and actually, at three in the morning, saying we're going to change this. Like, Deep breath. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you, there's there's something about that creative that you don't want to stifle that because every, you know something. The gold comes from that, right? The thread totally. that runs it's through absolutely. it. You, don't you, want, you start you start limiting right. that, and, yeah. and you lose the part that that made this, right? Yeah. From, so totally. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to let you have to give creatives that room. Both from a kind of content creator point of view, I think this is fascinating, but talking to you about the build process, there's a part I'm listening for me as yeah. well, right? Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. For I'm sure. actually planning on coming out to the States next year because I've had oh, some cool. invites. So, I don't know if I can grab your card or something, and okay. then I'd love to come out and Happy to show you. thank you. Yeah. Um, and whether it's a tour or whether it's a, I don't know, what I can squeeze out of you, yeah. Yeah, I'd love yeah, that. Yeah, I'd yeah. Really give me a call, that. we'll see what's happening, and, and if we're, we're around. And, uh, if you've got time, I'll, I'd like to show you Of course, yeah, yeah I love that, I love Absolutely. that. Um, and thank you so much My for pleasure. taking the time, I really My appreciate pleasure, it. And I've loved talking to you, it's been a pleasure. Cheers. Thanks Cheers. so much today. Be well. Take care. So I've walked away from Guntherworks deeply impressed. Um, I mean, they're, they're a phenomenal company, I like the, the Matt Farah, his interaction with Guntherworks and the fact that he's tested a number of them and seen the iterations grow and move and kind of the development phase that's taken place. And what we're left with is, yeah, I want to go and have a go in one. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be possible, but I am going to work hard to achieve it. So, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that conversation there with um, kind of the client liaison manager for Guntherworks internationally, but what a lovely chap really nice to speak to him and he really took time out to kind of I mean it's a busy stand there's a lot of people around so yeah uh, I hope you enjoyed that I certainly did well I hope you enjoyed that episode on the Festival of Speed 2023 um, I certainly enjoyed it that's the fourth year I think I've gone to Festival of Speed now might give it a miss next year just to give keep it fresh so it doesn't feel like I'm doing the same thing because the, the, the layout is basically the same each year um we'll see what i do wanted to mention though before i head off and leave you to your week is the uh winchester coffee roasters uh and Brengineering cars and coffee event on the 3rd of september so it's a sunday one till four in the afternoon um sunday yeah 3rd of september one till four 
Uh, tickets are available. They are absolutely free. It's not being done to raise any money at all. It is literally an opportunity for me to get to know more of you, maybe shoot some Your Porsche Story stuff, um, and just have a nice time. Uh, cars and coffee. Standard Sunday morning cars and coffee. Uh, Winchester Coffee Roasters are amazing. I am uh, a massive coffee guy, and I'm very, very fussy about the type of coffee that's the, the, the roast, the kind of the blend or not a blend if it's a single origin, um, and they absolutely cracked it. So uh, yeah, it's, a, it's literally just off the motorway, a piece of cake to get to off the A34 and um, off the M3. So you can't miss it. Um, yeah, check out Eventbrite. Head over to Atra Engineering UK and uh, the links in the bio for the tickets for that absolutely free um, and i hope to see you there anyway have a lovely week and i now i'm back in the uk um should be able to get these out pretty damn regularly take care for now and bye bye from me